This is CliffCentral.com. All she needed was some. 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 Wake up, wake up, wake up. What up, what up, what up, everybody? It's Malcolm Julie. Hanging out with Ria Besuisele. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everywhere you are. No matter where you're listening to this, we are so grateful for you fucking with us. Unlike Childish Gambino and the way he doesn't fuck with you niggas like apartheid, you know. Thank you for, for fucking with the worst guys. It's so good to be able to talk to y'all. Uh, we're really glad to have people who actually listen, man. I'm really, I really do appreciate that there's people who listen, people hitting us up on Twitter, uh, telling us they love the show, which is always great to hear. Um, cause you know, in the beginning, sometimes we felt like we were talking to ourselves. Uh, so we're glad that we're not. And today, out of all days, is a conversation that we'd really like people to participate in, man. Uh, it doesn't have to be right now, live. It could be at any point, man. Just hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. We really are good with replying to uh, the people who talk to us. Um, the topic today is when shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? Right? Because uh, we all know a whole lot of celebrities, Some for some of us, heroes, who've turned out to be scumbags. Right? Um, and we've, we've discussed this whole idea of... These big boss dogs being sexual harassers and pedophiles and whatever. But we've never really gone into the human element, element of it. You know, when shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? How much should we care about artists' private lives? You know, to a lot of people, they are heroes. So, yeah. so to them, they have to be exemplary people. But I feel that a lot of the time, artists by their nature, tend to live outside the norm. And that's why we find that a lot of artists are doing bullshit. You know, they see beyond what is conventionally wrong and right. <laughs> Frederick Nietzsche has a, a great saying. Um, he says, anything that occurs out of love occurs beyond good and evil. So that means if something that's coming from your heart comes from your your a genuine love for the thing that it is that you are doing it doesn't it doesn't mean it can't be wrong or it can't be right because what you love is not determined by you it's not determined by anybody it's determined by so you're saying it's the universe's fault that higher be yes this is the, the whole thing is that we tend to believe that good is good and bad is bad and there's no gray right no i'm not colorblind I know the world is black and white. That's John Mayer. He's basically playing on the idea that, you know, he's not colorblind. He knows the world is black and white, which means there's only two sides to a story, but there really isn't. There really is not. All right. So our understanding of the world and what it means to be human needs to start to change. Right. Because we've, we've almost neglected our flaws, our bad side. You know, we always talk about yin and yang, right? Yeah. We've almost neglected the yang. And we supposedly believe that everybody is just yin. No, I don't even think it's just that. Right? What is it? I, I mean, 
there's there's different kinds of uh, yangs mm-hmm. or yings, if you as you yeah put yeah it. one of the two yeah I mean for example assault sexual assault that's that's completely off the radar like that that's the that's the far extreme of the um, opposite mm-hmm. before you even get there there are other kinds. Of wrongdoings that you can do and one could probably overlook. Okay. But obviously, if you live your life on a certain, you know, set of principles, then you know, given any situation, you know what action should then follow. Okay. For example, if you, if you live your life on a certain set of principles, which say, you know, if whatever is wrong, you should own up to it. Mm-hmm. If, it, it's a pencil that you borrowed and you forgot to give it back to somebody. You'd own up to it. Mm. Right? That's mm-hmm. one example. But with the same principle that you set in your life, you went out with your boys, you got drunk, you you ended up in bed with another woman. Mm. By the same principles, you should go and own up to your girlfriend. Okay. But you see, this is exactly what I mean. Sono que sono. Right? Yeah. Every sin is the same. And we all sin. So at which point do we say this sin is worse than that sin? We should condemn all sins. No matter what. I should, I should call you out for not giving back that pencil and call the police. The same way I'd call the police if somebody sexually harassed me. If we're talking that every sin is the same. No, but then if every sin is the same, then there should just be one flat rate for jail sentence. Or we shouldn't even have jail. I'm trying to go to that place beyond what people say is wrong or right. You know, wrong or right is... So what, the, what are, you, are you trying to say? What's the determining factor? Yeah, yeah. What is, what is that determining factor that makes somebody a bad person? Because when I look at my, my, my heroes, and, and it's, it's a big problem for me, right? Because Louis C.K. is the reason. Louis C.K. is the reason I got into comedy, mm. you know? Um, well, it started with George Carlin. George Carlin was the first comedian I saw, and I was like, damn, this shit looks dope. But Louis C.K. made me want to do comedy. And I love all Louis C.K.'s stand up specials. I love the show that he's written, Louis. I would go, if he came to South Africa this weekend, I'd go and buy a ticket, sit in the front row, and someone get heckled by the guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, wh- at which point do we. Separate the artist's private life from the art, or are they one and the same? Yes. You know, because someone Look. like Kevin Spacey as well. Kevin Spacey, I know a lot of people who are inspired by Kevin Spacey. Yeah, you know, he's an incredible, incredible actor. Uh, American Beauty. These are the type of these are the type of movies that make people want to write, that make people want to act. And you come out, you find out he's a pedophile, and it's like, whoa, should I not watch House of Cards anymore? You know? Hmm. So uh, what, what I'm trying to get it, it at is, at which point do we, do we separate the art from the person? For me, it's not necessarily at which point should we separate the art from the person. For me, it's plain and simple. What's true for the part should be true for the whole. If you'd like, and I've, remember, I've said this before on another one of our podcasts before. Um, I'm sure it's when we were reading out the news, but if, for example, 
a guy who is an intern at a company, all right? He's basically at the bottom of the food chain, mm-hmm. all right? He's just a runner. Um, gets into some office politics or, you know, something goes wrong, all right? Uh, and he ends up, you know, getting, getting charged with uh, assault or sexual harassment in the workplace, mm-hmm. all right? If Chris Brown does it in the workplace, you know, obviously, I would say life, Chris Brown's work. Mm. Because everywhere he's going, it's contributing to his success. You get what I'm saying? Mm. In, in, in one way or another. So if this, you know, Bob at, um, Ernest and Young does that, right? And he gets sentenced. Why shouldn't Chris Brown? Yeah, yeah. But Chris Brown did. Yes. Yeah. So that's the that's the whole thing about artists is that they're the first to be exposed. Yes. Because they're in the limelight. So it's they're easy targets almost. Yes. And you can kind of slide under the radar if you're just a pleb or a bob in an office because what's gonna really happen to you? You know, you see what I'm saying? But, but okay, let's look at the likes of Chris Brown, okay? Let's go through the artists who've provided greatness and now we've kind of just have to throw that away almost. Um and that's what I mean by when shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? Do you still care about what they've done for society? You know, Dave Chappelle has that, that joke in, and I think it's the Age of Spin or Deep in the Heart of Texas. Age of Spin, yes, Age of Spin, where he speaks about Bill Cosby and he makes the analogy of a guy who, 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 um, who saves people. He's a hero, but he can only get his superpowers from tapping a pussy. No. So he goes around and he's like, Hey, I need to save the day. There's crime, there's crime happening and he taps pussy, taps pussy, taps pussy and he goes and he saves the world. Right? So. He rapes, but he saves more than he rapes. That was the punchline of the whole gag. And people laughed. And I think that's the idea or the mentality that he's trying to challenge. You know, how much, how much do we allow for somebody to go to, to, to that extent if he, if he does good, he produces good. So let's go through the artist. Bill Cosby, obviously, I've just mentioned him. He did incredible things for comedy in America and for black people in particular on television. Yeah, he set the tone. He broke barriers. Bill Cosby, uh, Michael Jackson, right? Michael Jackson was never convicted. He was alleged, but the fact that those kids were in the room is weird enough for me. Yeah, why do you have a crib with you know? I mean, like I'm sure your house is pretty safe. There's a there's a few rooms they can sleep in, right? I mean, if you really like kids that badly, play with them during the day. At night, I'm a rovala dog. You'll catch them again in the morning. You guys go play hide and seek. Now you're playing hide and seek under the sheets. Yeah, he's probably singing sweets will make him dance. Sweets will make him dance. I'm just popping sweets and they just popping pass. <laughs> hey, Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's where he gets it, gets it from. It's from the children crying. He slips it in. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm totally gonna use that as an ad lib. <laughs> okay, you see, but <laughs> say it again for me. You see, but Michael Jackson is my favorite artist. But Michael Jackson exposed himself and the world was so blind. He asked you guys, who's bad? <laughs> and nobody was like, Michael, who bad? Who bad? No. But now it's when him, these things come him. out, we forget that he told you guys, Who's oh, Michael's bad. I'm bad. You know it. <laughs> Y'all niggas was blind and Ray Charles to that bullshit. Yeah. Even... Ray Charles Blind ass motherfucker Dude Russell Simmons Has just come out As one of these guys Ah And you see Now I think Some of these oaks Are also just doing it For this 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 PR You see No 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 It's not PR 
Um, it's a public for some of them. I think they might just be like, unless it's the it's the it's the females who who are actually um, assaulted that mm. are coming out saying and calling these names out, and then by virtue these guys having to come forward and make a statement about it. Here's the thing. I think the definition of sexual assault has broadened. Dramatically over the last couple of years I, I don't think there was an actual You know Set in stone fine print Sort of definition It yeah. was kind of It was The definition of sexual assault Was still in the grey area We couldn't distinguish what it was Yeah And a lot of it was behaviour That we just thought to be normal When it comes to sexual assault Exactly That's why some guys When they get got They're like Oh but yeah. I, And I that's why We're always showing the person Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly And that's exactly how I feel Like Maybe I have sexually assaulted somebody Without even thinking about it Do you know I've been persistent I've had sex with drunk women You know So I'm part of the problem I have to admit to myself Let's actually talk about this a little bit We went to go see uh, The People uh, vs. Patriarchy The People vs. Patriarchy We had the premiere at Monte Casino And I was I was so taken aback by, you know, how much men have to admit to being part of the problem, you know, being poisonous. And a lot of it has to do with how we were raised. I mean, the, the, in the panel discussion afterwards, the, the, the topic was brought up that, you know, patriarchy affects men as well. You know, we have to live up to this expectation yeah. of what it is to be a man. But we don't actually know what that is. In, in being a real and honest and truthful man So I have to admit to being part of the problem I apologize for my misogyny And I realize that I'm part of the problem But also at the same time It's so deeply embedded in me And in the culture itself That it's really difficult to get rid of It's just how I know life to be But obviously now I'm unlearning I'm working on it And I'm trying to get better It's like I know I'm sick but I'm taking my ARVs. Mm. But it's a condition that I'll live with for the rest of my life. You know? So even though I understand this, it's still like really, really part of the, 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 the societal norm, how we were raised. It's and in our music. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. In it's in our music. And we love that music. Mm. We love that music. It's even in, it's, it's to the point where it's in your family. To yeah. the, like like your sister. Mm. If you if you're a guy and you have a sister or you're a girl and you have a brother, you'll you'll find it evident in the way your parents treat you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So for me now, we need to discuss both sides of the coin, right? Because the one thing that came out from the people versus patriarchy, because you know after the in the panel discussion, people uh, we weren't hearing much from the men. I think we were quite intimidated because it got intense. Because it was very heated. You know, in some sort of set, like in some social setups, right? Conversations get so, you know, heated that, um, you can't have a truthful dialogue. It's not, it's not that you can't have a truthful dialogue. It's just that where, for example, when we're talking about race Mm -hmm. in some social setups, that white person just needs to shut the fuck up and listen. Yes. And I feel like that's the position and the stance that men were taking at that conference, yes. at that uh, premiere. Mm. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was just like, you know what? I have no say whatsoever. I've been speaking. People have been hearing my exactly. voice. Exactly. 
That's why I was, I was, I was, I was just sitting in shock. Yeah. When, when my cousin came out, I was like, oh, shit. shit. Going down. It's like this even. Yeah. So now here's the thing though. They did say we haven't heard anything from the men in the room. And I wanted to say something, but this is part of that. Okay. Maybe you should just sit down and shut the fuck up. But this is, this is my show. So I'm going to tell you what I was thinking about because sex is always going to happen. Great. Sex is not going to stop. Okay. And there's this thing of, Courtship, right? You have to pursue a woman. Mm. Uh, you have to get her somehow. And I just want to know where you draw the line between coercion and charm. You know, I know a lot of relationships, healthy, fruitful relationships that started out with the way the woman didn't like the guy. The guy was a bit persistent. He continued, he continued. And ultimately, she changed her mind and they fell in love. You know, but one could argue that that's coercion. One, one could argue that you're putting pressure on the woman, you know? So at which point do we draw the line? Where's the exact point where it becomes harassment as opposed to chivalry, you know? So that's a little bit of a complication that we weren't really able to address because sex will never stop happening. And we know the extreme cases. We know the, 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 um, the physical rapes the, We know the uh, uh, Cat calling in the streets We know those ones But we're talking about the ones where you, you kind of hook up with a girl Maybe it was a bad sexual experience even The next day, boom You're Russell Simmons You have to quit your job Because you've been uh, implicated You know So this is a part of the conversation that we need to dive into Because we cannot ignore that people will forever have sex So now we have to be able to Redefine courtship I think that's one thing we could do In terms of solving the problem Redefining courtship Understanding that it doesn't have to be the man who goes for the woman And if he does If she says no once Must he just leave it alone completely And never and give up on his soulmate you, you See, that's the thing That's the way I grew up Because You know, I, I won't lie Growing up I spent I would say a great deal of my time With my mom and my sister Yeah Alright, not to say that my dad wasn't around, it's just that most of the time spent, shit, I even grew up playing Barbies, those things were <laughs> lit, 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 there was a sporty spice she could bend everywhere, but okay. I digress, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I grew up around females, so, 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 I've got that sort of uh, empathy that females have, and I, and, and I, I would say I would relate to them a lot more, you know, mm. I, I can't say that I understand the, you know, their pain and their struggle, through and through But I empathize with them mm. So now You know I was chatting with my cousin once um, And this was a while back while back Then he was like Yo so did you end up smashing that girl And I was like Nah dog He's like how And then what happened Everything seemed cool and all You know uh, After we left the club And he's like I'm like no 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 She said no mm. He's like how many times? And I was like, okay, you see, first and foremost, the yeah. fact that you gotta ask me how many times she said a no. Problem. You know? Um, because after the, f you don't even have to end up saying no. The minute I hear, mm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm okay. done. Okay, but here's the thing. I don't know if you've experienced it as Hold well. on, hold on. Okay. Thereafter, he said, no, she just wants you to try harder. Yes, this is that whole thing that I'm talking about. But how am I to know that she wants me to try harder? You know? And how are you able to actually say, no, 
This is her saying yeah, Try yeah. harder This is her playing hard to get Yes But do, What, do, what, do what gives you that right To say To decide for her Nah she wants me to try harder Do some women not play hard to get Have Yes no fine Fair that? enough, fair so, enough. Now, so now you see This is the, the hard part for us It's gents Yeah but what Some genuinely do play hard to get And once you work You get them So We also have to address Women's role in this thing Because you speak to some women And I'll say I'll be like Oh men are trash They'll be like Oh no not all men Some women will literally say Not all men And this is Women play a big role in this Because a lot of them Are implicit in the patriarchy And it's not even their fault They, they believe that That's the role they're meant to play Because that's how society's been set up Right Yeah but then it, it, It's also the unlearning on them On them But I've also experienced Savagery from a woman You know A lot of guys Don't think women Can be sexual predators And it's usually guys Who don't have women Who want to fuck them but, but when women want to fuck you, dude, you there was, a, there, there, there was a city golf in Bloom of four bitches riding around who are all HIV positive. Around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but maybe that's revenge for all our bullshit. But I mean, like, in a genuine kind of attempt to get you, if, even if you don't, have you ever been harassed by a woman? You know, I know you. I know you, yellow bone, good looking, muscular motherfucker. You've told me stories about women who you don't appreciate their advances. But it happens to men as well, especially when you are fuckable. If you're not, maybe not so much. But I've experienced it a lot. And it's difficult for me to call it out because men are expected to want to be wanted all the time. You know, we, we, if somebody flirts at us, we, sh we should just embrace it and be like, oh, but I don't want every woman in the world. I'm not little Wayne, you know. So women also need to address their role in this fight. You can't be implicit... Uh, complicit, sorry, in um, patriarchy and then come out and say uh, men are trash. All right. Although we are. Um, mm. I'll never deny that. Mm. See, the, here, here's my thing. If, you, if, you, if you're going to be about this, you need to also check yourself. You know, mm. the, those same females, I'm not saying the females are in the wrong. I'm just saying those same females are saying, yeah, patriarchy, patriarchy, this bullshit, right? Mm. Now, when you see that, that, uh, you know, dark, melanin, tall, a, a, what is that? Tall, dark, and handsome, mm, mm, you know, mm. guy from America who's got that beard and those eyes. <laughs> beard gang. Don't, don't, don't even think about retweeting that picture and saying, mm, mood. <laughs> don't even think about doing that. Cause then you see that. <laughs> yeah. That's like when you say, mm, hey, that's exactly see, the same. This is such a difficult line to draw because there's a difference between the play and when it becomes Intense, you know, where, where does it become serious? Because we, as, as men and women, the way we relate to, to each, to one another is a flirtatious way. Especially if there is some sort of chemistry, you know, where do we draw the line? But I still want to get back to the people, the actual people. Let's not discuss patriarchy because we could be here the whole day. Yes. Let's talk about artists and whether we should still support them even when they do wrong. Because my whole thing is that we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect, right? Granted. And, I'm big on forgiveness. And I understand that... We, yeah, yeah, it's, it's literally on that... Because um, I, I, I believe that God has never really judged a man because he loves us all and therefore he'd understand uh, the bitterness and pain that God is beating on his wife. Da, 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 whatever, that J. Cole line, you know Okay, no, true, 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 true. I know that part. Here's my problem. Yeah. All right. Take, for example, Jacob Zuma. Mm -hmm. How many uh, charges? 783. Okay. Dog, that's more than 
that's by the time you got to f- five. Yeah, no, no. Even uh, let's give him one hundred and fifty. Even even one hundred and fifty is a lot, but it could have been like, okay, guys, ends. Yeah, there's a problem here. Yeah, you know. Now, for example, also Bill Cosby. By the time you got to two, you know, Tiger Woods. By the time <laughs> you got to two, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, Chris Brown. One. The one. <laughs> then he's like, yo, 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 yo. I, l- listen, I, niggas, Rikers is a mad place to be. I ain't trying to fuck with prison like that. Y'all need to stop this shit. <laughs> All right. Chris Brown even, uh, did an interview coming out and explaining how sorry he was and how much he fucked up on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So sh- should we not forgive him? Yes. You see, different people take different approaches. Mm. As Tiger Woods said, I'm sorry. He has. But do you think it, re- uh, come on. Well, how do you know I'm if it's sorry. genuine? You How see, do you know? What if Chris Brown is just a really good actor? How do you know if it's genuine? Okay, so these are the people. Right? Look, look at who we've mentioned. Heroes, real heroes. Tiger Woods, a hero. Yeah, but if you're keen for forgiveness, then you can't be judging the person who's trying to ask for forgiveness. Exactly, hijack. That's why I'm saying when shit hits the fan, I'm still a fan. That's why I'm saying I'll go watch a Louis C.K. But show to what extent? Tomorrow. I mean, like, you can't, I would never, ever put Bill Cosby and Chris Brown in that same category. Yes, for what they did is fucked up. But in terms of they both had to ask for forgiveness, there's no ways I'm giving Bill Cosby the same sort of forgiveness that Chris Brown got. Why? Dude. Ay, 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 ay. Come on. Why? The number of women. Okay. That came forward. Okay. It's too many. Dude. Wh- one is already too many. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. So hitting Rihanna once is as bad as Bill Cosby. Uh, sexually harassing 50 One is 50 50 is one If it happens to one Touch one, touch all So these guys They still have careers, right? Chris Brown has a flourishing career He still He just dropped a dope-ass album now Women are talking about it Women love the album You know So Chris Brown Shit hit the fan I'm still a fan Michael Jackson Shit hit the fan I'm still a fan Louis C.K. Shit hit the fan I'm still a fan There's a few people that I'm I'm not a fan of But I was never really a fan of Bill Cosby, I know what he did was great, but I never watched Bill Cosby, like, like you know, religiously. I never, he was never my hero. He was never my idol. So, I don't give a shit. Okay. What if it was one of your family members? You see, this is where it gets even harder. I'd, I'd be upset. I'd be disappointed. What if Chris Brown did exactly what he did to your sister or your mother, and then a week later, you see that these Jose and Loyal hit number one on the Billboard charts? I'd be negative. I'd be very negative. I'm, I'm upset enough that he did it to Rihanna. Rihanna's like my wife, dude. So it's already touching me. So what I'm trying to get to is how much should we care about what these guys do with their private lives? Should we not only be concerned with the art? If a person's a bad person, they're a bad person. But we love that person because of the art that they've given us. You know? So now Russell Simmons, he's not... Dude, do you know this guy? I respected, uh, loved. I literally listened to a podcast of him on Timothy Maurice recently, and I was like, "Shit, I can't believe Timothy Maurice nailed a Russell Simmons interview." Like he actually got that interview, and I was like, "Damn, this is huge." Two weeks later, Timothy Maurice's idol, my idol, one of my idols, is a sexual offender. Okay, so now you can't listen to anything Russell Simmons any- says anymore. Right? His wisdom is irrelevant. All those points that he makes. They don't exist now. You know, but that's, is that fair? I don't know. I don't know. You guys let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter. 
at the underscore worst guys that's where we're most efficient please anytime anytime you listen to this this is a really important conversation that we just have to have so please do hit us up on twitter uh we're also on instagram if you want to follow what we're doing um yeah at the worst guys facebook we're just the underscore worst guys but yeah hit us up hit us up man we really do care and we're really trying to create change oh yeah Mortal Man by Kendrick Lamar. I remember you was conflicted. If shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? That's the topic of today with the worst guys. We're just talking about all our heroes, man, that have turned out to be scumbags. Should we give a shit about their private lives or should we just be concerned with the art that they provide us with? That is the question of the day. We still don't have an answer. Um, although I'm, I'm leaning towards forgiveness. I'm leaning towards forgiveness. But, you know, at the same time, we can't just allow bullshit to fly, right? True, true. Aight, aight, aight. But yeah, you guys can decide for yourselves, man. Uh, this is why we have these conversations. So yeah, please do, please do hit us up on social media, man. We really need to talk about this as a people. Um, and women in particular, I, I want to discuss, you know, your role and, um, how we can work together in order to solve this problem of patriarchy. Anyway, let's get into some news stories that have caught our attention over the last week. We tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but... All right, all right, all right. So the first story that I'd like to talk about today is uh, with regards to Casper and your vests. Fill up the FNB stadium attempt. Um, shout out to the homie, man. He He really, really did really well uh he didn't actually fill it up the stadium has a uh, 75,000 uh people capacity and he got 68,000 which is still huge dude i mean like 68,000 people coming to hear you perform that's the stuff dreams are made of yeah you're the pictures the images that i saw yeah i'd, I, lo- I'd love to perform for 68,000 people well, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying he did it. He's he's setting the bar. He's the type of person we'd have to thank when we're on the stage, you know. i just like to thank the OGs in the game. You know, Casper, a.k.a., you know, just for raising the bar and setting the standard for us to come and dominate. You know what I'm saying? Because you always have to give respect to the people who laid the groundwork before you. Due diligence. Yeah, and he's laying some dope-ass groundwork. And, yeah, there were a lot of things about it that were dope. I mean, the stage design was really, really, really dope. Uh, he had some Which lions is... on the side. Umufasa out here. Um, man, and I, and I, the images of the, 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 the phone lights, like the flashing lights is like, it's beautiful, dude. South Africa is really growing when it comes to entertainment. And we're really starting to support our, our artists, which I really, really, really feel good about because the art is going to get better, which means the support is going to get better. You know? I honestly feel like uh, what Casper's doing is uh, it's not necessarily just you know good for 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 music, uh, in terms of of um, how do I say, boosting the industry, but it's also good for the dreamers out there, for the for the youth, mm. for them to see that whatever you put your 
heart into, whatever you give your time to, whatever you pour blood, sweat and tears into, it will eventually grow into something beyond your greatest beliefs. Mm, mm, And it's mm. not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a week, in a month, in a, in a, a year. Mm. It's going to take those 10,000 hours. And even once you get to the 10,000 hour, you need to go beyond that. Mm. Because you're not the only one doing 10,000 hours. Mm, mm, mm. That's true. That's 100% true. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Casper for keeping our dreams alive as little African kids. Um, we really, really, really do appreciate how how much this took of you. Um, and how successful it was It wasn't packed But it was packed Do you know what I'm saying yeah. it's, it's a start It's a good place to start So shout out to the homie uh, Also Who's But just out of curiosity Do you know of anybody Actually I'm going to google it But do you know of anybody Who has Come to South Africa Or from South Africa That has uh, Done a larger amount Oh yeah, definitely. One Direction. I was actually at the concert. Okay, let me talk about look. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. One One Direction. It was super packed, bro. Like full, <laughs> super, super packed, bro. You know, you know these twelve year olds how they fucks with these guys, bro. They tell their mom, "You better take me, otherwise." I ain't see going niggas to like One Direction. They 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 highly likely to be on the <laughs> vibe. You know what I'm saying? We just don't know, especially with some kinders. Yeah. <laughs> the minute you start hearing One Direction sayings on some things like, you know, we're bad, we're bad. I tell you, call them out and then be like, yo, we need to go check their records and their files. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that's that. Uh, another story, which is uh, a light political story, is Herman Mashaba. He escaped a vote of no confidence that the ANC was shooting for. He's the mayor of Johannesburg and. He's honestly been doing a great job, in my opinion, but obviously the ANC doesn't like people to do well, <laughs> so they try to uh, uh, vote him out. But They don't want you to do your job, <laughs> so you know what we're going to do? We're going to do our job. They don't want you to win. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to win even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he escaped that. And also politically, it's almost time for the ANC conference in December. Uh, a lot of news is just about that and the race and the branches. Whatever. Um, to a large extent, I'm fucking over the ANC, but I still do think that they are likely to win the 2019 election. So it's kind of, uh, important information to know what's going on and who's in the lead and what's happening. So obviously the big two are Cyril and, uh, NDZ and Kosezana Zamini Zuma. I don't know. I, I, I do think that Cyril is going to win because he, he has the power of, um, the white people. <laughs> Because he's concerned about business and tax and money. So they're more likely to, to vote, give him his vote. And you know, these days, well, in life in general, the support of the white man gets you really far. Um, and I think he's just more politically inclined than NDZ is. I think NDZ is just happens to be there, you know, as opposed to being passionate about becoming the president. I think Cyril wants it more. Uh, but yeah, we'll find out more about that around the, the, the 16th of December. Uh, we might, we might just have good leadership. I don't know if you can find that in this political structure, but we might just have good leadership. If we had to implement this thing of artists being the leaders in the country, right? Yeah. Which local artist do you think would be president right now? Hmm. I think after. What? <laughs> Fuck. Mops is probably like my man, my boy. <laughs> yes, like. 
I think we need like a question. Yeah, but I'm saying good. Now watch us. Look at Salama Porto. Look at Salama Porto. You know. Yeah, okay, so you is question your guy. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly speaking, um, I think, I think AKA would be AKA. Yeah, yeah. AKA would be a dope person. You know. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's a, a nice link between the two. Um. Artists becoming leaders. You see, look at politicians. These are the leaders of the world, mm. which we have elected, by the way. How fucked up are they? How fucked up is Donald Trump? How fucked up was Robert Mugabe? How fucked up is Jacob Zuma? You know, but we still accept that. We still go and vote. You know, we like, but this is, this is how we do it. This is how we do it, baby. See, so, so we, we literally contribute to that. And when it comes to artists, it's like, no, fire this guy. You know, he can't, he can't have a movie anymore. He can't have a series anymore. But the leaders that we vote for have everything, you know? So what I think it is, is just that the people who creep to the top, their flaws are exposed. Yet people who are at the bottom, who are below the radar can just be fucked up and get away with it. And that's the whole struggle that I have is that we are no, nobody's perfect. We just see it more because they're doing well in their life. Your fucked upness is hidden. You can keep quiet about it. How many things have you done in your life? That you're like, yo, if I was a celebrity, this would be exposed and I'd be in so much shit that you have those things. I don't care who you are, you know? So we have to decide now. Are we going to treat people who are doing better than us? Different from the way we treat ourselves, the people in our circles, the people in our society, you know? Because it seems to me like everybody's a bad man then, which I think is the case. That's the whole yin and yang. Everybody is good. Everybody is bad. And we can do better as a people in the world. But first and foremost, we have to acknowledge that we have bad. It's part of who we are. And we are afraid to admit that. And that's where the knowledge and accept and accept and embrace. Yeah. Embrace even, you know? So yeah, let's be honest about who we are. We're not perfect. Hmm. We never will be. And it's another thing I hate about, you know, the, the, the acting industry in particular is, you know, you have to have this perfect image. Like people ask me why I delete tweets. I delete tweets because you want me to delete tweets. I delete tweets because of the image. I still mean everything I say. But I delete it because you'll still see it come on your timeline, but you won't be able to go back to it. So when people come to look at my profile, like, oh, this shit is pretty clean. But they don't know after you sponsor me, I'm going to say some fucked up shit. <laughs> and then I'm going to delete it. You know, but it's not that I don't mean it, but we have this, this thing where we have to be perfect. And I'm actually going to fight it now. No more deleting tweets, actually. I'm fighting this system because I want people to accept their flaws. So I'll, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and expose myself. Every wrong, every good that I do. Because I have faith in my character mm. to do that. Not in saying that I don't do wrong, but I have faith that my character, my moral compass is good enough to be exposed to the rest of the world and take your criticism and not give a shit about it. Anyway. I think that's how we need to go on as people. I think I'd be a lot more cooler with Jay-Z if he was a, yes, I am guilty <laughs> on all charges. Yes. You see, that's what I'm talking about for forgiveness. Like, Louis C.K. apologized for his shit. And he said, yes, it's true. Now what? <laughs> that's the end of it. Yeah. You know, th th that's the thing. I can't, I can't judge you for admitting to your mistakes and apologizing with it for it genuinely. You know, I, I, how? 
Because it means when I make a mistake and I admit to it and I apologize, I can't expect forgiveness from you because I didn't give you that. Just because your sin was apparently way bigger than mine. Sono kisono, boy. We all sin. And you borrowing a pencil and not giving it back is as fucked up as anything. All right. Never ever forget that. We are human beings and we need to actually just love each other. Love occurs beyond good and evil. You know, love, 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 love is more than roses and chocolates. It's embracing everything. You know, it's like the, the earth is such a beautiful place, right? I mean, but there's ugly in the world. Don't forget to see the ugly in the world because it's beautiful. You know, so that's, that's my opinion. Uh, I'm sure you guys have your own. Maybe you like, you don't like mine. Maybe you do. I don't give a shit, but I do want us to move forward and i do want us to create change so please do hit us up anyway uh we've had such a dope conversation today on the worst guys as we always do and today we're gonna wrap up with a worst guy cypher as we always do making a song right on the spot right who does this who does this in this country mate it's the people who are gonna fill up fmb stadium one day trust i don't know where this british accent just came from yeah 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 but it's all right it's all right uh hey 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 Okay, 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 here I go, yeah, yeah Just because I'm a sinner, man Doesn't stop me from shining, shining Just because, because I'm a sinner, man Hey, doesn't stop me from shining, sh- sh- shining Hey, just because I'm a sinner, man Doesn't stop me from shining, sh- sh- shining Just because I'm a sinner, man Hey does it stop me from shining? Tell stop it. me from shining. It stop me from shining. Nobody can stop me from shining, dude. I'm the brightest star in the room, and I go boom Woo. like a like a comet coming from outer space. I know you guys ain't dope, so you just can't relate. But let me tell you about this place I'm at. I wanna forgive, I wanna love all these people hey. and their crap because I understand. I mean, we're on this map, but we all not the same. But we still oh, like. Do that, we do this and that, and we pretend we all good, but it's so whack because we've got bad sides, dark sides too. I'm out here chilling in the basement smoking weed, dude. So I don't give a fuck about what you have to say about May, Markham, Jule. I'm just gonna keep on going, going in my own lane, cause I know even without you, I still feel the pain. So let me tell you a secret about myself. I don't give a shit about you, I give a shit about wealth So let me carry on walking with the stealth Cause I know I keep praying that God give me the wealth Just I'm a sinner man Does it stop me from shining, sh-sh-shining Just because I'm a sinner man does it stop me from shining, sh-sh-shining Just because I'm a cinnamon, hey Does that make me better than cinnamon? Cinnamon up in the mouth, what the taste is about It tasting like something in his office Like the milk was spoiled and one rotten napping can spoil the whole lot What's that about? Just because men are trash Do we have to go into the past and unravel what is past us? We're trying to go ahead into the future So we're supposed to look at the past and be realize that we have to realize Align our vision We have to come together as the people And check the way that we live in Check the way that we used to be killing all of the women Oh my gosh, whatever we Because did. I'm a cinnamon Hey, does it stop me from shining sh- sh- Shining Just because I'm a cinnamon Hey, 
Doesn't stop me from shining. Sh- sh- shining. Shining. We out. Shining. Woo! It's the worst, guys. Catch you next week, same time, same place. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We out. Worst. This is CliffCentral.com.